Ladies and gentlemen, we have an issue here going on right now. We got people that have never been on camera before, people that have never been on film before, people that have never been recorded before on a bunch of Zoom calls, and they look like idiots. I'm not going to let that happen to you. Thank goodness you're listening to this Daily Dose of the Deeds, where it's time right now, once again, for the Sales Energizer podcast, coming to you live from Southern Command Center here in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, where the skies are ready to rock and roll with your sales success if you could just figure out how to not look like a fool on Zoom calls. And I'm not talking about just the background. My gosh, people have terrible backgrounds and the lighting. But here's the trick. If the light comes from behind you, it looks like you're in the dark. Enough said. I mean, you only have to do it once. But you know what's great about Zoom calls is you have an opportunity to really stand out. Because even professional, I mean, good, you, you, you wouldn't think so. People, newscast type of people, the people that look good. They're just not wearing a tie. They're not getting, they look like a, like a schlub. And I need you just to up your game. If you want to be anti-schlubbishness, then just pretend like you're going to work and dress up. If they're going to dress down, you dress up. Here's an old saying that my dad used to teach me. Danny, in this country, dress like crap, work like crap. And that means even if you're working home, at home, it's the same thing. You know, those guys back there, those European, those old European guys that came to America with nothing, gosh, all they knew was work. He used to say, Danny, you need to work. Not every day, just every day that ends with a Y. <laughs> anyway, that was my dad. I'm not here to talk about him. What I'm here to talk about is how to make yourself stand out on Zoom calls really easily. And I was one, I was on one the other day. And I was uh, doing a lot of listening because everybody wanted to get their word. And there were maybe eight or 10 people there and everybody kind of wanted in. They're jumping over each other and there's that thing. And there's always one person in the back that can't figure out how to shut off their microphone. I mean, it's one button. You wouldn't think it's so difficult to do this one button. And even when you tell them, click the button, it's on the bottom left and it's a little microphone and it has a little extra. Even when you tell them that, oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. And then the next time they talk, Boom, they forget to do it again. Then you feel awkward about telling them again to shut it off. And so everybody puts up with the dog barking in the background. They don't even realize how much everybody is hating them. But that's what happens when everybody talks too much. Anytime people are talking, you know that they're not selling. And when you listen, you are selling. One of those events that happened when I was little, I was in a, we were having a family party, a get together. Back then we used to have dinner parties. Remember that Mr. Producer Man when they used to have dinner parties? Parents would have dinner parties and the neighbors came over and some family friends came over and all that thing. And I was a little kid at the time. And there was, there was one neighbor, I don't know his first name. You know, I know her as Mr. Shapiro. Mr. Shapiro was a cool guy. And the reason why he was a cool guy is because when all the parents were hanging out and doing their stuff and drinking and whatever they were doing, Mr. Shapiro came over to me, sat down with me, and he asked me what was going on. And I talked and talked and talked, and he listened and listened and listened. And then when, whenever when the party was over, I said, you know, I never really got to know uh, Mr. Shapiro. 
until this party. And I go, he's a really great guy. And my mother said something to me I'll never forget. She says, well, he was just being nice to you by listening to you talk. He was just being nice to you by listening to you talk. And I thought to myself then, this is exactly what sales is. You will get many more compliments for listening well than you will ever get for talking well. People practice their speech left and right. They need to practice their, you need to practice your active listening. And by active listening is like listening not to talk back, not to reply, listening not to respond, but just listening to hear what they're saying. You want to win more sales? Take a moment or two before you answer. Even if you know the answer right away, let them think that it's, you're letting it sink in, that you're really contemplating, that you're really listening to them before you come up with another thing to say after that. It is the number one sales tool that you're not using that will quickly improve your sales. How many times are you in a conversation, even you, Mr. Producer, man, when you know the answer so quickly, you literally cut off your prospect who's talking. You cut him off, say, stop right there. I got the answer. You've just, you know, you might as well be saying, stop right there. I've just lost the sale. I mean, that's what you're like saying to yourself. They want to talk and more importantly, feel like they're being heard. Everybody does. It's what nice people do. It's what you need to do. On this glorious day, here in the Southern Command Center, on your daily dose of the Deej, I am so glad you were here today to listen to that. I hope you heard it, and I hope you utilize that skill today to make life better for you and for every one of your customers, because you'll be able to sell more. I'm going to do tips of the week all week this week. What do you think of that? Make sure you tune in tomorrow. There'll be one even better than today. You're the best. I'm the DJ. Go get them today.